ho ho everybody welcome back to another episode of the gx gamer cast we are on episode 23 and uh happy holidays to everybody you better have been good this christmas because if you weren't and you probably didn't get some awesome stuff and I, well you know i hope everybody got some awesome stuff i especially hope you got some video games and uh hope you got a whole hell of a lot of new video games maybe some of you were so good you got new maybe a ps5 maybe an xbox series x maybe you got a switch that you haven't got yet and then sadly it's gonna you know the new nintendo will be out probably in a couple years or whatever but whatever it's all good hope you had a good christmas I uh, hope you guys got a lot of good eats. I just had, oh man, I just had some pie and ice cream, some fu- some turkey up in there, you know what I'm saying? I got some extra, some leftovers of the turkey. I took some of the turkey fucking wings. I deep fried that motherfucking, oh my goodness, good lord, I'm gonna put salt up on that. Oh baby, it was good eats. It was good eats. And it's been a good week for me because, well, I've had, we've had some holidays ourselves, so we gotten, I've gotten some extra time off of work and been able to stay home and play video games and stuff my face with, uh, with some fantastic food, and, uh, yeah, so let's talk about, let's get into it, and also been watching a shitload of Christmas movies, so let's get into it, let's talk about, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, let's talk about what I've been getting up to over the last week, and like I said, I've had some extra time this week, so I've been really diving into uh, a lot of, a lot more movies, I'd say, this week. I really didn't expect to watch this many Christmas movies, but I watched a lot of Christmas movies, so I guess I'll talk about the Christmas movies first. Watched The Christmas Story, all-time classic, top one or two, 1A, 1B favorite Christmas movie of all time. Watched 34th, uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the remake one with friggin' the girl that plays Matilda or whatever. Never really watched it. I remember not liking it as a kid. And, yeah, it was fine. It was okay. Uh, probably won't have to watch that one ever again. It was just fine. Uh, what else did I watch in terms of Christmas movies? Uh, I should have wrote all these down. That would have that would have been the smart thing to do. I watched... Uh, I think that's about it in terms... I watched the new A Christmas Story. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but excellent, excellent remake of... Uh, and, uh, wow, I just couldn't believe the... the like, everyone made it... There's so many cameos. Like, the only people that didn't make it, like, into the movie that were in the original were, like, the parents. And I think it's because, well, the dad passed away and the mom's, like, way too old and just didn't want to do it. So, totally understandable. But, like, all of Ralphie's friends were in it. Ralphie, of course, was in it. And, wow, I was completely blown away by how good that movie was. My goodness. Uh, another one that I've never actually... I can't recall. I've probably seen bits and pieces of it numerous times. But Ernest Saves Christmas. Uh, never really watched a lot of the Ernest movies growing up. It just never really did. I never hated it. Just never watched them, really. And it, that one was solid as well. It was a good time. Uh, solid Christmas movie right there as well. And, I mean, geez, there's so many. Like, I still haven't gotten to watch the Santa Claus. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Home Alone. I still... I've tr- I was just starting to watch Home Alone... But uh, I was I was more in the mood for The Simpsons, so I did take in like a lot of the Christmas specials. So I did like Futurama Christmas episodes, The Simpsons Christmas episodes. I was loving The Simpsons Christmas episodes. Oh man, like I don't know if I've mentioned how many times I've mentioned this on this podcast, but I'm a Simpsons diehard. Like seasons one till well, I mean you don't have to say season one, but I, I I'm season one till like I don't know upwards to like fifteen. I know the episode that. That did it for me was that 90s episode where Homer, they were like parodying Nirvana and they changed the whole 
freaking lore and everything about the show that Marge and Homer didn't actually meet in high school. They actually met in college, and like I was so turned off by that. So at that time, and that was a long time ago, man. That was a year, like de- like over a decade ago. I stopped watching The Simpsons on a weekly basis, like every new episode or whatever. So I haven't really watched a new episode in a long time. I know it's kind of just been there's been some ups. I've heard there's been some good episodes, sure, but definitely been some downs. And yeah, I just don't really watch it. But I will watch the first. Uh, seasons two till like 13 any time of day whenever you want and then after that there might be i might have to pick through a few episodes but there's definitely some gems in the in the teen seasons as well but regardless diehard simpson fans so I, was, I was giggling like a little girl the other day watching those again i was like oh my god they're just so freaking funny and yeah i think that's about all the major movies that i partook in this holiday season again love to hear from y'all what what holiday movie is your is your thing the only one like I only have like one Christmas, uh, what do you call them? Ritual, I guess, or what do you, yeah, that word, uh, that I kind of keep to. And that's, uh, whenever I'm opening presents and stuff, I like to watch a Christmas story or have it on in the background and stuff because I grew up, uh, they used to play a Christmas story for 24 hours. At some points, they were doing it for 48 hours. And yeah, I would sit there rather Christmas day or Eve, whatever day they decided they were going to have it on that year, I would just have. Christmas story on in the background playing because it's just like yeah it's like my Christmas movie it makes me happy all the time but yeah watch that good stuff while my wife and I were opening our presents it was uh it was a good time okay so let's talk about some of the video games I got a little excited there I almost forgot to talk about the video games that I've been partaking in so I've been playing a lot of Cult of the Lamb got my hands on that and uh, oh buddy, it's got its hands sunk into me, uh, incredibly adorable video game, I will be doing a, a GX GamerCast of that in the in the near future, not next week, but more than likely the week after that, I'm not done it yet, but I feel like I'm nearing the end, and oh my goodness man, I cannot put this game down, keep playing it, I just love it, it's very very addicting, beyond charming, one of the cutest games I've ever played, and um... Yeah, I will do an episode on that because it's it's worthy of a episode, so I'll be on the lookout for a Cult of the Lamb, but I've been putting a lot of time uh, on my holidays into Cult of the Lamb, just adoring that game. And another one that I'm finally, I'm coming back to, and uh, I've given it a couple chances, and it's not that it's a bad game, it just didn't really connect with me the last couple times I've tried it. It's just recently got a PS5 update. Do you know what game I'm talking about yet? Um, yeah, so I've returned to The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. And I've given this game a couple chances before. I never stuck with it. I think the furthest I got was maybe like 15, 16 hours into it. I gave it a good solid chance and I just didn't stick with it. So uh, this time, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying myself. I uh, kind of stole the idea from Kind of Funny, uh, Blessing on there. He said that he was going to dig in. A lot of them said they're going to try and dig into The Witcher. And uh, he was like, yeah, I want to do The Witcher. And then whenever I'm not playing The Witcher, I'm watching The Witcher television show. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So I haven't gotten to the television show yet because I just kind of started The Witcher just the other day. And yeah, I've already put in like half a dozen hours or something just loving it man like really i just love the the voice acting is so freaking good it looks really nice on ps5 i must say the update i don't remember it very very well graphically uh on the ps4 i remember it didn't blow me away i remember like people saying that was one of the greatest looking games of all time i was like well no not so much in my opinion but that didn't bother me the big thing that 
was a sticking point for me back then was I just couldn't get the controls down. Uh, the controls definitely... Uh, they take a little bit of time to get used to, and uh, it feels like now that I've actually, like, dedicated myself to it, like, just to play The Witcher, and, like, now I got my... I, I feel like I'm getting the, the combat and everything down, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. So far, so good. So I hope I can stay with it. I've, I've owned The Witcher for a long time. I got all the expansions, all that hoopla, and then when I heard that the PS5 upgrade was coming, I'm like, oh, shit, this could be my opportunity to give it another chance, because... The Witcher 3 just will not leave my mind. Like, that one just haunts me that, like, I, I haven't been able to get through it. And I really, really, really want to because I've enjoyed The Witcher. And, uh, yeah, I can't remember what, what was going on during those times that I, I was playing it. Something else must have grabbed my attention. I don't know. Maybe I was playing too many RPGs at that time. I was probably playing too many games at that time, not giving it enough time. Maybe go a day or two without playing it and then come back and then be like rusty on the controls. So if you are going to dip into The Witcher 3, I suggest you make that like your main priority. So right now I'm like, I'm just playing Cult of the Lamb, which is a good side little game. It's not that hardcore. And then I got The Witcher 3, which is a big, big old piece of meat of a game, right? So going to be doing that playing the witcher 3 and then i've been playing wwe 2k22 as well still playing through that enjoying it more now that i'm learning the controls it took me an embarrassingly long amount of time to figure out how to pick up people i i thought that i was just getting reversed every single time but regardless all in all i'm an, i was a moron couldn't figure out what was going on until I just finally just googled it and then I figured out how much of an idiot I am and now I'm enjoying the game a lot more. I've been playing through the showcase mode. As far as I know, I will be putting uh, those out on YouTube as long as I don't know if there is or isn't copyright claim issues or not. I have to go in and like see if everything's okay with that. But regardless, uh, there should be some WWE 2K22 videos in the near future. Um, I have been, like I said, pl playing the showcase mode with Rey Mysterio. It's actually really wicked. Uh, I, I won't go too much into it. You can just go check out the videos. But uh, I really do enjoy so far what they're doing with it. I've only done like two matches out of the 12. So I haven't gone very far into it. But so far it's pretty decent. Now if you go watch the videos of it, the first two videos, I, I get very quite upset with it and actually rage quit at the end of the second episode but then the third video i come back and i learn the controls so it's like a completely different dynamic i'm like okay this game isn't so bad anymore but yeah anyway you can go over there and check that shit out i'm playing a mystery game that i won't say because it's it's um it's uh gonna be on the youtube channel it's uh the one that I, I don't know if you've been sticking around for a while you probably heard me talk about it a few times it's been in the in the oven cooking for a game i've wanted to play and it's i've been recording it and playing it and like surprise having such a good time like really can't put it down at times i'm like ah oh. i was like oh, i'll just record some more like why not fuck it i'm just having a good time playing it so uh, i'll more than likely talk about that Next week or the week after, regardless, I'm, I'm playing that game. So if you're interested, go over to the YouTube channel, check out and see what I'm playing. It's uh, it's a good one. It's, uh, it's a hidden gem on the PS4, I would say. I don't think it came out on anything else, but definitely a hidden gem on the PS4. I haven't played it in a long time. My wife and I played it. Uh, a while back and I was playing it she's like oh I don't remember a single thing about that one I was like oh really this one stuck with me I really enjoyed that one so anyway you can go over there the YouTube channel check that bad boy out and there should be some episodes over there for you to get uh, you all to go check out all right let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode I am going to be talking about the video game awards I had no plans of doing that until I heard my buddies at optional boss 
they talked about the video game awards and I was like, damn, that was a good episode. I want to do, I want to, and there were some things that like they didn't have opinions on. I was like, oh shit, I have an opinion on that. So I was like, oh cool. I'll just, it made me want to do an episode. So I'm throwing this one in there. Yeah, it might be a little bit late because game awards happened, what, two whole weeks ago or something. So, oh, such old news. I'm so far behind, but regardless, it's, it's cut. It's here. I, I want to talk about it too. So I'm going to go through most of the categories. I'm going to skip the esports and the creator thing because I don't know any of those people. I apologize, but congratulations to all them. If you're getting nominated for awards, you're probably doing something right. And especially if you won those awards, you're probably doing something right. People are appreciating it, recognizing it. So congratulations to everybody that won. Sadly, I don't recognize any of those people. I just, you know, there's so much content and everything out there in the world. You can't possibly partake in everything. So yeah, sadly, it's a blind spot for me. Esports, all that stuff. I, I appreciate, I'm, I'm blown away that esports has exploded. Like, Dude, me growing up, like, it would, it was scoffed at, even the idea of getting paid to play video games, and now look at it, it's a freaking major sport selling out stadiums, it's absolutely bananas to me. But uh, we'll go through all the categories, and then I'll go through uh, some of the games that were announced, and I'll talk about which ones are kind of eye-opening or uh, eye-catching to me. Now, I'll admit, I'm not a very uh, up-to-date gamer, like, I don't, I, I... I'll hear, like, I hear about them, but I'm just not very interested in upcoming games. Like, of course, I'm excited for certain ones, but man, th- my backlog is so big, and there's so many games that I still haven't gotten to. I don't even have time to get excited for new games coming out because I have so many other games that I haven't gotten to, and I'm ex- I'm still excited for those ones to get to those experiences. So it's been it's really good because I, I never it, ha- it didn't used to be that way. I used to have to wait for like waiting for months just for this game to finally come out and I could finally get it. But like nah, now I'm just I'm so spoiled with video games, man. I don't have to. I'm never waiting on any game really. There's always something that I can play, and uh, yeah, so. I'll just say, but there are games that were announced that I'm like, oh snap, oh snap, that's got my attention for sure, so I'll talk about them, and uh, yeah, so I guess we'll just get into it, let's start from the bottom, I guess, and we'll work our way up, so uh, first category is Best Adaption for an animated series, I'm guessing, so uh, the nominees were Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which I actually just saved to my playlist, I want to check that out, because I really enjoyed Cyberpunk, and everyone's been going crazy about this Edge Runners thing, apparently it really helped uh, bring life back to the video game, looks interesting, uh, I can't say I've watched it though, uh, okay, uh, the Cuphead show, can't say I've watched that either, but it, uh, that's just, it's, everyone says it's like, oh yeah, it's one of those shows that everyone's like, oh yeah, I want to check that out, and it's like, apparently no one's watched it though, but it looks good, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, that's the movie, I have not watched either of the, the Sonic the Hedgehog ones, and then this one I have watched, Uncharted the movie, with uh, fucking Marky Mark and Spider-Man, I, I enjoyed that movie, now, I think I've said this before on this podcast, I think Marky Mark was a miscast for Victor, Victor Gladlib Sullivan, I think they could have picked someone else, and honestly, I didn't like Marky Mark all that much in that movie, I like him a lot, but Tom Holland was was I don't know if you can get much better of a casting for Drake. I thought it was a pretty darn fun, enjoyable movie. I had a good time with it. It's not like incredible or anything, but it has its moments. And I thought it was a good video game movie. I liked it. But the winner was Arcane. Uh, another thing from, I believe that's based, yeah, League of Legends. I don't know a damn thing about it. I apologize, but congratulations, Arcane, on that. I saw that there on on uh, Netflix as well. Didn't add it to my list because I don't know a damn thing about League of Legends. But I think I heard people saying that you you like you don't need to know anything about it and it's still a really good show. So that's cool. 
the Players Voice Award. Uh, they were up for okay, what the hell is that? Uh, Elden Ring was nominated. God of War, Sonic Frontiers, and Stray. I don't really know what the Players Voice Award is, but Genshin Impact wins. So there's that. I have not played Genshin Impact, and nor do I know what the Players Voice Award means. Uh, okay, so we'll just move on from that. Most anticipated game. The uh, nominees were. Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, and Starfield. And, of course, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. The winner was Legend of Zelda. I will agree with that. My close second there being Resident Evil 4. I mean, oh, man, that's just, I, I am, mm, that is going to be good. Hogwarts Legacy, I mean, yeah, it looks it looks good, but I'm st- until it comes out, like, I'm, I'm nervous on that one. So, looks good. Hope it's good. Final Fantasy 16. Uh, I I haven't played 15. Didn't like 13. 12 was unreal. No, wait. Was it 12? Yeah, 12 was unreal. Haven't played the online ones. I've been meaning to get to 15. I hear mixed things about it. The usual kind of gig when it comes to Final Fantasy games. But I loved 7 Remake. So I'm very much so looking forward to that game. And then Starfield. I mean... Um, I pray for it to be good because I love Bethesda. I love their games. I love Fallout. I love Elder Scrolls, all that stuff. So I want them to get their shit back together and I want this to be a hit. But I can't say I'm really looking forward to it because my confidence has been shaken in Bethesda. But I hope Starfield hits, man. I really do. But I agree. I'm going with Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever. Breath of the Wild 1 is one of my favorite games of all time. One of the best games I've ever played in my life. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for the next Legend of Zelda game. Um, if it's more of the same thing, I'm good with that, man. I was I'm, I wanted more at the end of Breath of the Wild, so we'll see. I can't imagine it's going to not be good. I think it's going to be a classic. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm a little surprised that Hogwarts made it in there, but people love Harry Potter, myself included, but interesting. All right, best debut indie game. You got Stray, Neon White, Narco, don't know what that one is, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors, which is interesting. Okay, so Vampire Survivors, I've heard a ton about. I have it downloaded, haven't played it yet, but Stray gets the victory here as the best debut indie game, so I want to highlight debut. So me personally, I don't think stray like i think stray is a a, a tad bit overblown here a bit overhyped uh i would uh, i had this problem last year whenever take two it takes two came out and everyone was going way too crazy about that game i played it i thought it was good but people are going on about it like it got game of the year awards which i think was just insane uh that game was not not that i mean it was good it was just good it was good and i think stray was good but i mean there's virtually no gameplay the stray yes it's gorgeous it's absolutely gorgeous and the feel of being a cat is fantastic fantastic but playing it not that fun in my opinion now i may have been playing too many things at the same time didn't give it the loving attention but stray did not hit with me but i guess in terms of an indie game debut it is quite impressive because of how good it looks for an indie game it was a gorgeous looking game neon white i am immensely interested in i have that on my wish list i might just buy that bitch because i mean that game looks sick it looks very fun sadly i haven't played it yet narco i don't know a damn thing about i apologize tunic another one that's on my backlog pile i look it looks very very interesting the only thing that's been holding me back on it is i keep hearing about its difficulty and i really need to stop 
you know, uh, not playing games because of their difficulty. I mean, I've beaten a lo- almost all the Souls games, Platinum, Elden Ring, and and I I play hard games. And uh, but I hear uh, especially the final boss in Tunic is really hard. But that game looks extremely fucking. Uh, charming and cool so it's on my list for sure to try out uh, if anyone here has played it and listening uh was it was it extremely difficult i know it's a game that apparently doesn't hold your hand whatsoever you just kind of kind of go out there and find your way and just figure it out which i could appreciate it as i appreciate that a lot actually as long as it's done well and it's not like too cryptic but um yeah tunic very interested in and vampire survivors another game i hear is kind of similar to hades we'll talk about hades in a little bit later on but fucking loved Hades so if it has a slight similarity to Hades I am interested but Stray wins the best indie game uh, debut indie game so I can get behind that I'm not uh, only because I just haven't played the other games I feel like Neon White would probably win it for me but Stray being the only one here that I've actually played uh, I'm okay with that winning uh, best sim strategy games so you got mario and rabbids sparks of hope dune spice wars don't know about that one total war warhammer 3 not a not a not a big pc guy and this one i did play two point campus uh that's i'm i'm happy that it got a nod i i enjoyed that game not going to uh, be in my top 10 favorite games that i played this year but i did play the shit out of two point campus man Personally, I don't think it was a big enough upgrade over the the Two Points Hospital. It was very, very similar to that game. But if you liked Hospital, you're going to love Campus. Campus, its big addition was obviously you're not in a hospital anymore. You're in a, in a, a school, making school and doing classes and stuff. But other than that, it's very similar. You can now put stuff on the outside of the, of the buildings, which was a nice touch. But wasn't really enough for me to give it like a really big score. But... I still really, I still really enjoyed Two Point Campus. Uh, the winner is Mario and Rabbids: Sparks of Hope. I can get behind that because I did play the original Mario and Rabbids, and I thought that game was fantastic. I love XCOM. I prefer XCOM by a lot over Mario and Rabbids because of the difficulty. But Mario and Rabbids: Sparks of Hope. I mean, it was a. It looks gorgeous at, ta- at at times for sure. I imagine it's it's as fun as the original one was, which was a ton of fun to play. Very very fun to play, and um, yeah, I could see. I I understand now. I don't know Total Total War Warhammer. I know people love those games. Dune Spice Wars. I, I haven't heard of. I don't even. I have no idea what that is. But uh, that's cool. But Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. I definitely want to buy that game. I know I'm going to be waiting off on that because. I don't know Mario and Rabbids the first one if you haven't played it it's always you can always find it dirt cheap it's a it's a game that goes very uh low in price because it's an Ubisoft game so I I'm waiting for Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope to do the same but I I definitely have that on my radar that's one I want to play at some point now we got best multiplayer game Splatoon 3 Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 which I did play Multiverse did not Overwatch 2, have not, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, very interesting, I've been hearing a lot of great things about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I know uh, lots of people were big Ninja Turtle kids, my sister was, I was not, I just missed the Turtles train by the looks of it, they actually scared the hell out of me when I was a kid, but I did like the cartoons a lot, the, um, it was on Fox, the Fox cartoon one where they had the white eyes or whatever, like, I don't know, New Adventures of fucking Teenage... I don't know, TMNT maybe it was called? I have no idea. That show was wicked. I fucking love that show. Uh, but the winner for best multiplayer game is Splatoon 3. Um, 
I don't know about that one. I feel like uh, not a lot of people, even the Splatoon crowd, were all that big on Splatoon 3. I can't say I've ever played Splatoon. Not something that really interests me. I'm not a big multiplayer guy, and especially when it comes to Nintendo multiplayer stuff, I just... Uh, it's not really for me, not my, not my thing. Uh, I did enjoy Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I thought it was quite good. I played, I got in, I got quite addicted to the multiplayer for a couple weeks there. And then just, I dropped off because that's usually how it goes with me in Call of Duty games. I, they don't, I don't usually stick around with them for too long anymore. There's just too many games to play. Can't really dedicate myself to night after night after night of Call of Duty and one video game. Cause I just have so many games, man. But I thought Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was a really good time. I feel like I I was a lifelong Call of Duty player. I played a lot of Call of Duty in my days. And this one was able to get me out of the wickets, come back and try it out. I thought the campaign was a good time, but I, I guess they're not talking about the campaign, game, campaign. It's a multiplayer game. Yeah, the multiplayer hasn't really changed virtually at all since they kind of felt like they perfected whatever chemistry, whatever formula they got going there. Multiverse, uh, no thank you. Overwatch 2, I feel like a lot of people were saying that that game isn't like, it's basically just Overwatch 1.5 or whatever, can't say I've ever played Overwatch, I was interested, but now I hear the community and just like, yeah, just, I'm, nope, can't, can't do Overwatch, it's, I, I missed the boat on that one, and like I said, I'm not big on, um, uh, what do you call them, beat-em-ups, but maybe I'll try Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out, I think it's coming, I think it's on Game Pass, so maybe I'll give it a shot at some point, but me personally, I would just pick Call of Duty 2, just because it's the only one that I played, but yeah, Splatoon 3 gets the victory on that one, best sports racing game, you got Oli Oli World, which I'm very interested, I would, I played Oli Oli 2, and I really dug that game for like, just a handful of hours, got really into it, I was like, damn, this is fun, and then just never played it again but uh ollie ollie world i was like oh snap okay they're taking the next step with it uh just i have not really heard a fucking single word about this game after it came out really like people were like oh yeah hyped up hyped up and then it came out and it was just silence but it's uh it's nominated here nba 2k 23 fifa 23 f1 22 and gran turismo 7 uh, I will shout out F1. I don't think I played 22, but I played 21. Those F1 games are insanely fun. Don't watch F1, but I watched the, the Netflix series, so I, I decided to, to try out one of the games. And oh my goodness, dude, I I was so addicted to F1 uh, for weeks and weeks there. I, am, I was like hunting to get the whole racing sim wheel, get the whole shindig. I was ready to plop down like over $1,000 on a whole rig. And then I was like, nah, I better not. And thankfully I didn't because I bar- I've not touched it since. So, But it was a hell of a lot of fun. Really dug the F1 game. The winner is Gran Turismo 7. I'm very interested in this game. I, I have it on my list. Um, the only thing I'm holding back on now is... Um, you know, I've been looking at the reviews online. The The user reviews are very low because I know people are really pissed off at the... I guess there's loot boxes or something going on in that game that a lot of people were very mad at, but it reviewed very well. It looks really good. I've never actually played a Gran Turismo before, believe it or not. And um, yeah, I'm quite interested. I love Forza, but... Uh, now that the Forza Horizon games have come out, I really struggle to play any other racing game other than Forza Horizon because it's just so freaking good. But I am interested in Gran Turismo 7. If it gets cheap enough, I will probably give it a shot. Uh, it wins here for the best racing game, I or best racing sports game, I guess. Uh, I would have gave it to F122 just because I think that game is phenomenal. 
and uh yeah nba i don't know i haven't played 23 but those are usually pretty darn good games i have a lot of fun with the nba games I haven't played a fifa before and i didn't play all the all world but i'm very interested in it all right next up is best family game you got splatoon 3 nintendo switch sports which i totally forgot existed mario plus rabbit sparks of hope lego star wars the skywalker saga and kirby and the forgotten land okay can't say i haven't pl- i didn't play any of these games uh the winner is kirby and the forgotten lands i can get behind that because that's probably the one on this list here that i'd be the most interested to play um i haven't been a big kirby guy growing up i love the character kirby love using him in smash because everyone hates kirby and smash so i use them and uh yeah i heard lots of good things about kirby and the forgotten land i i would love to get it but i uh, just i hate paying full price for video games so at some point hopefully maybe i can find it at at a decent price at some point i'm quite interested in it heard lots of good things an open world kirby game sounds quite interesting now lego star wars i mean i don't know i don't know if anyone's not played a lego game before but they're they're all pretty they're all good they're quite solid games they just don't really stray away from the formula too much but you're always in for a, a pretty good time and a, and a very good time especially if you're playing co-op mario rabbits we already talked about that nintendo nintendo uh, switch sports i i w- i heard not very good things about that one so and then splatoon 3 so yeah kirby winning the best family game i can get down with that i heard lots of good things Best fighting game. You got the multiverse. Uh, D. At, wait, no, that's just the company. So yeah, multiverse. You got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle. R Cyber Connect Two. Whatever. That's a fucking name and a half. King of Fighters Fifteen and Sifu. Not a big fighting fighting game guy. Apparently the the game awards aren't either because they put Sifu in here, which I don't know if that's actually a fighting game. Don't really have an opinion on this one. Multiverse wins. I don't think I don't. I I'm not a big fighting game guy. I just I I they piss me off a lot. If I had to pick one, I'd put in like the wrestling video game, I guess, because I would count that as a as a fighting game because they piss me off in the same way that fighting games do. So um, I would pick WWE game because I thought it was if WWE 2K22 is in is that would that be in there? I'd pick that best RPG. All right, now we're starting to hit some of the big guns here. So you got. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Triangle Strategy, which this one I am very interested in. It looks like a very me kind of game. Uh, I love me strategy games, man. I love that grid-based strategy stuff. Looks right up my alley. So I've, I've added that to my list now of games I want to get. Have not played it, though. Got Pokemon Legends Arceus. That's good. Played that game. Really enjoyed Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, live alive live a live whatever the hell uh good game really did like that i have a episode of that you can go back and check out if you want to go uh go in depth with what i thought of, uh, about that game in full i love the concept of it the the six or seven different campaigns that you're playing there short little two three hour campaigns kept me quite engaged it was a beautiful video game i think everybody now is just throwing so many games onto their wish list now of we want remake of blank game in this style give us the live alive remake style of all these games and i'm like oh hell yeah absolutely really enjoyed it thought it was quite good um i don't i don't know i I still have to work on my my games of the year um what do you call it uh program i don't know i'm still putting together more categories and stuff trying to make it as fun as possible throwing in some cool stats and stuff but and then, of course, Elden Ring. I mean, yeah, dude, I played the shit out of Elden Ring, so 
Oh man, yeah, I uh, I loved Elden Ring. It was uh, a game that I started my year out with, obviously, like a lot of us did. I put in a 150 hours or so, platinum that game. Loved damn near every second of it. The only thing that I can really draw out as a big flaw is the final boss in the Elden Beast. I fucking hated that boss with a passion. Might be my least favorite boss in all of Souls games, just because that piece of shit just would not stop fucking around. Regardless... The game, yes, had some balancing issues at times, but it is one of the most just free, fun, open-world games out there. It It is absolutely unbelievable. And who'd have thunk that just a couple small tweaks, such as adding a jump to the Souls games, would, would change it so much. I mean, and I would have to say, man, like, uh, I played all the Souls games, virtually all of them except for Sekiro and Dark Souls 2. I would have to say that this is the most uh, user-friendly Souls game you can get into if you're nervous. Uh, I would say this is a great stepping stone. There may be some of the hardest bosses in in the Souls series in here, Melania being one of them. Now, I don't mean to brag. I beat her on my first try. Not a big deal. But, yeah, no, there's some hard bosses in here. But uh, with it being an open-world game, there's a lot of freedom, a lot of other things you can go and do. Uh, Lots of things that make this game easier. Being able to summon people. I mean, yeah, it's a very... Uh, it's a, it's a more, it's not easy. I won't, I won't say it's an easy video game, but it would be if you're new to Souls, it's a, it's a good one to get into. I would say I, I was all over the map with my Souls games, uh, but I've been a Souls fan since Demon Souls first came out, and um, yeah, RPG of the year goes to Elden Ring. I feel like that's, yeah, man, I, I feel like it's kind of no competition, no disrespect to the other games in this category. They were all really good. Never played a Xenoblade Chronicles game before. Very interested. They got priced out for me on the Wii. They just got way too expensive, hard to find, couldn't find one. So I never played it. I uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is high up on my list. I would like to get that and play it. It's just it's just the fact that it's like a three million hour long RPG, so I just I gotta be in the mood for that. Already kind of starting my year off with one of them in The Witcher, so I kind of used my big RPG card. Uh, one of them anyway. I can usually do I don't know maybe three a year, like maybe two. Well, it depends, man. Like it depends on the year, but I'm using a big RPG card early on The Witcher because I <gasps> I want to. But regardless, um, yeah, Elden Ring, no question, best RPG. <gasps> I agree. Best action adventure game. Now we're getting like really weird with the categories. So you got best action game and then best action adventure game. <sighs> See, this is this is why I don't really care much about the video game awards. But anyway, let's do best action game first. So you got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, Sifu, Neon White, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, okay, and Bayonetta 3. Okay, interesting. So very interested in Sifu. I know kind of funny games are going that went absolutely nuts about that game when it came out. So they got me very interested. Looks like a really cool game. Just waiting for it to be uh, in a price range that I'm willing to pay for it because I don't know if I'm going to love it or not. So I don't really want to drop the full sixty dollars on it. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like I said, not big on on uh, beat 'em ups. Neon White, again, it's it's 
quite possibly the my number one on my list right now just game i want to buy because it just looks so freaking cool and call of duty Marvel for two i thought was it was a, it was good it was good winner being bayonetta three again another series i have not played but it's i've owned uh i've owned bayonetta the first one for a while now and i just been, i've been meaning to get to it and i will someday because i really want to play bayonetta 3 which wins best action game which makes me want to play it even more so i don't know that my big hesitation is that i'm not huge on the devil may cry games or that style of gameplay but i'm willing i like i said i must be willing to give it a shot i bought it i bought bayonetta i just haven't gotten around to playing playing it yet so Bayonetta 3 winning best action game. I mean, it's a highly stylized game. Gorgeous, very wacky, very, just very anime crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like I'd be picking again. I, feel, I Just look up Neon White, man. That game looks sick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the the highlights of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 probably don't stack up to the craziness, uh, craziness of Bayonetta 3. So I'm down with, ba- with best action game. Going to Bayonetta 3. Now, best action adventure game, because that's totally different different thing, man. It's totally different. Why don't they just call it best adventure game, then? Then get rid of the app, whatever. So, you got A Plague Tale Requiem, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, Tunic, and, of course, God of War Ragnarok. I feel, well, this one's pretty obvious. I mean, God of War is winning this one. Obviously, I want to get to that one. have not gotten to it. Uh, I don't own it yet. I, I just I feel like I want to play 2018 again before I go back to to try out Ragnaroks, and then hopefully by that time it'll be cheaper for me to buy it because I'm a cheap bastard. But yeah, obviously heard amazing things about God of War, and uh, yeah, dying to play it. So and it wins best action adventure game, obviously. So yeah, I really would like to play it. Plague Tale Requiem, man, I've heard, uh, I've been seeing this game around, my buddy Cal actually said he was playing it, he was enjoying it, and um, yeah, I haven't gotten an update from him on that game in a while, so I don't know if he's still playing it, but uh, he said he was liking it quite a bit, it looks quite interesting. Horizon Forbidden West, uh, sadly this game just keeps coming out at the wrong time, really going up against really big games, uh, but they're really good, man. The first first Horizon was excellent, one of my favorite PS4 games that I played. I have Forbidden West now, I just haven't gotten to it, it's going to be a game that's going to fall into uh, next year's category for sure, uh, just too many games, man, not enough time. But I'm happy that I get a nomination there. Stray, I honestly, I don't know what it's doing here. Best action adventure game, I don't know about that. Um, a solid action adventure game, maybe. Tunic, uh, cool. Don't I haven't played it, but it looks cool. Yeah, sadly, it just doesn't stack up. Best VR, AR game, uh, only a few here to pick from. I've never played VR before, but uh, nominees are After the Fall... Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Red Matter 2, and Moss Book 2. Moss Book 2 wins. Congratulations. Got really nothing to say about any of them. I don't know anything about it. I know what Among Us are. Not interested. Now you got Innovation in Accessibility Award. Uh, it's pretty interesting for uh, it just uh, allowing gamers with rather blindness, deafness, whole just any sort of handicap. Uh, a lot of people putting putting in a lot of very good work to help these people uh, play their video games. So the nominees go as As Dust Falls, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part 1, The Quarry, and God of War Ragnarok. And now I heard Ragnarok added their stuff in recently or something like that. Regardless, they win. So 
I sadly it doesn't say like what they did in particular, but um, just good good work from all these companies here putting in that extra effort that some people still don't or it's just are unaware of it so on and so forth. But regardless, God of War really put in the extra work, so good job on them. Best community support, so this is like an ongoing video game, uh, game that didn't necessarily come out this year, but is still getting new content added to it. So you got Final Fantasy fifteen. I think, or is that 14? Final Fantasy 14, I think. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I uh, can't say I have not played any of these games. Not a big multiplayer guy, like I said. I, I am still pretty interested in No Man's Sky, just have not gotten around to that one yet. Just seems like a big undertaking, and so on and so forth. Never played Fortnite, not interested. Not I had interest in Destiny, and just, again, another boat that's passed me by. And same thing with Apex. Looks cool. Uh, never played it, though. And Final Fantasy fourteen can't say I've ever played that as well, but it wins. Best community support, so there you go. Good stuff. I'm going to skip best mobile game, because I don't play mobile stuff at Marvel Snap 1, so that's cool. Best Independent Game. Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Tunic, and Stray. So, Stray picks up the Independent Game Award. This is, like, the only one that I'm really against. I feel like almost all of these games here on this list are probably better than Stray. I Now, don't get me wrong, man. I love cats. I had pretty high expectations for Stray. I heard a lot of people, like, I had some friends that played it before me. They're like, yeah, it's okay. And I fall into that category, too. I think it's okay. It's an okay game. It's definitely not bad. I just think gameplay-wise, it, it, there's not much going on. You're kind of just walking around. The puzzles weren't all that great. Um, it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous-looking world. And the feel of being a cat is excellent. But um, it winning best independent game, I'd have to disagree. I feel like, well, uh, the only one that I've actually played on this list is Cult of Lamb. And I feel like Cult of Lamb, I played Stray as well. And I feel like Cult of Lamb is just way better. Uh, it kind of runs like shit. I'll talk about that when I get to uh, 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 the review of, of Cult of Lamb. But I love Cult of the Lamb. Neon White, I just hear incredible things of. It looks insane. And Sifu looks... I love the idea of Sifu. That, like, when you die, you age. That's, like, very cool. Looks looks sweet. And Tunic just looks awesome as well. So, Stray wins. I feel like that's, like, the popular vote because of cats. And that's fine. I'm a huge cat guy. Love cats. But, um, yeah, that one honestly let me down quite a bit this year was Stray. And you got best ongoing game, so that completely makes me confused about best community support. But regardless, best ongoing game, it, it's basically all it's Final Fantasy 15. It's basically the same freaking thing as the best community support. So good for them. Games for Impact: As Dust Falls, A Memoir Blue, Citizen Sleeper, Ending Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I was a teenage exo colonist. I've only played As Dust Falls on this list. It wins for games for impact. Don't know what that category means. I enjoyed uh, As Dust Falls quite a bit. My wife and I played it. It is a good time. It's a game you can get through in more than likely one sitting. You more than likely get through it in one sitting. Unique art style, unique way. Uh, I haven't seen this kind of thing for a storytelling game. The story was interesting, but kind of like the mor- the moral of the story was kind of like, oh, that that's it? Okay. But anyway, it was pretty decent. Best performance, uh, you got, let's see here, Ashley Birch as Aloy, Horizon, Forbidden West, Man Engage as Marissa Marcel in Immortality, Charlotte McBurney as Amicia Darune, A Plague Tale, Requiem, 
Sunny uh, as uh, Atreus, God of War, okay. And then, of course, Christopher Judge as Kratos, he wins. I mean, come on now. Dude's got the most ridiculous voice ever. He looks like Kratos. It's crazy. He looks scary as hell. Christopher Judge, the voice of Kratos, God of War, boy. I mean, yeah, I'm down with that winning. Uh, Cool. Got best score in music. Elden Ring, Metal Hellsinger, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, a Plague Tale Requiem and God of War. Best score in music goes to God of War. I mean, I feel like it could have gone anyway between Elden Ring and God of War. Elden Ring had some absolutely insane music, man. Absolutely insane. I've heard Xenoblade Chronicles has some really good music. Metal Hellsinger, is, I, I'm quite interested that it, it's here on best score in music because it has a lot of metal music. So it's a game now that it being nominated in this category has now uh, piqued my interest because of its... Uh, uh, metal music and I love metal music so yeah but God of War picks it up here I've heard that I mean I I mean God of War has phenomenal music as well so I'm not mad about that audio design God of War Call of Duty Elden Ring Gran Turismo 7 and Horizon winner here is God of War again I mean beating out Elden Ring in two different uh audio categories so God of War must be really fucking good then for them to take them both. I think Elden Ring was really good, but yeah. Best narrative game is you got God of War, A Plague Tale, Elden Ring, Horizon, Immortality. I'm going to have to look up this Immortality game because I don't know anything about it. Uh, seems interesting. And uh, the winner goes to God of War Ragnarok. I mean, yeah, it's got a good story. Uh, Elden Ring story, I don't, it, I wasn't, I mean, it was nifty but i don't know the way that it's it's hard for stories to hit with me in open world games when you're you don't really get a piece of the story for like 25 hours you know what i'm saying so i don't know the elden ring story was cool i imagine if you look deep into the lore and stuff you could find a lot of cool shit in there for sure but yeah in terms of narrative i feel like yeah god war can tell a really good story simply it doesn't have to get really crazy with the lore and stuff but you can Plague Tale, it sounds very interesting, don't know anything about it. Horizon Forbidden West, happy it's here, nominated, because I love the story in the first game, and looking forward to uh, experiencing the story in this game as well. And, like I said, Immortality, I'm quite interested in, but God of War wins. You got Best Art Direction, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Scorn, and Stray. So you're starting to see a lot of the same games here now. Best Art Direction goes to Elden Ring. I mean, yeah, man, I mean, that game was ridiculous looking. Um fuck yeah god of war i imagine looks uh has some really cool stuff going on with it as well all these games scorn is interesting i i've heard a lot about it i i i I know that it's not like that high of a scoring game or a scorning game if you will but i know i've heard that the audio is um (coughs) excuse me insane and uh yeah the atmosphere and everything like that in the game is just off the charts it's like one of those Gygar movies or whatever I don't know but apparently it looks and sounds really wicked it just is not that great to play I guess but it's an experience but uh Elden Ring winning art direction yeah man there's a lot of really cool shit in there but I don't know I'd I'd, I'd be tough to put it up against God of War but I guess they got to give Elden Ring some of them we got Best Game Direction, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Immortality, and Stray. Winner is Elden Ring. I mean, hmm, with Game Direction, I feel like it's a little bit interesting because uh, Elden Ring did have some some criticism for its um, balancing. And I can, I can feel on that as well because I found... Like, the final piece of the game, I just walked through. Like, there was, like, oh, no, the last 
four bosses or so before you fight the final one. I was just, I walked through them. There was like real no emotion to those fights. And then the last fight was this huge wall of difficulty that just slammed me. I was like, wow. Okay, so I don't know, like... And then when it comes to direction, I mean, like, what direction, kind of, it lets you go, so, I don't know, maybe I don't understand what art direction means, I feel like I don't, don't really care, but Elden Ring wins game, uh, best game direction, uh, sure, I guess, I mean, that's fine, it's the only one on this list that I played, and I loved it, so that's cool with me, and now the big one, y'all, game of the year, so, up for game of the year is... Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Stray, which just makes me upset. That sh- just shouldn't be here. I'm sorry, Stray. It's just, I think I think that's the most overrated game of the year by far. It is just, it's this year's It Takes Two. It's like, it's a good game, but like game of the year. Are we, are we crazy right now? Did you guys play games? Whatever. Uh, Horizon, Forbidden West, God of War, Ragnarok, A Plague Tale, Requiem. Gonna have to try that one out. And Elden Ring. Game of the Year goes to, according to the Game Awards, Elden Ring. So Elden Ring picks it up. Uh, that was always going to be, I feel like we kind of knew what it was going to come down to. It's going to be Elden Ring's winning it. If God of War comes out, it, it's a good chance that God of War is going to steal it. I thought it was a good chance that God of War was going to steal it because Elden Ring came out so early. And then you got that recency bias. God of War just came out. People are going mad about it. And I'm honestly pleasantly surprised that Elden Ring was able to stick out the win here. Uh, I feel like El- um, the Soul series always had its really strong fan base. And uh, I feel like now with Elden Ring, maybe it's going to take it to that next level where it's kind of main mainstream. Uh, Elden Ring was an incredible video game, man. It was an absolutely incredible game. Such a blast to play. So many great bosses. So much fun to explore. Like, it's right up there with just... I had so much fun playing it. It was like up there with Skyrim and Fallout 3 and stuff. Just worlds I just can't stop exploring and and won't stop exploring. Just want to keep going. And with Elden Ring, like, oh, I haven't even... I feel like I barely even scratched the surface with that game in terms of play styles. I really only explored dexterity and strength. And I haven't, like, you. the way that you can rebuild your character so easily throughout that game just adds in so much more depth. And, oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, it is an incredible game. I loved it so very much. And uh, it, sadly, it, it's hit it's hit me a little bit because I played it so early on in the year that now that I've played, like, since Elden Ring, I've added on, like, another 32 new games that I played on top of that. So I still have my memories of Elden Ring, but I all I remember is that I basically blacked out for about a month and I played the ever-living bejesus out of Elden Ring, like, nonstop. And it was amazing. I loved it. And it being game of the year, I'm fucking down with that. I'm really happy that it did. I was, I wouldn't have been mad if God of War won it, I just would have been more like, I would have been more like, yeah, it's more unlikely because it came out so recent, but I know that it's obviously up there, like, it it should be a Game of the Year nomination, I just think that Elden Ring did a lot more for its series than what God of War Ragnarok is doing for the God of War series, because it's, it's, we've already done the reboot, so 18 got its all its rewards because it did so much new for that series. It re-fucking-built that whole series, and I feel like what Elden Ring just did for the Soul series could have just, can, may have just changed the whole Soul series as we know it. Now, my, me personally, I hope they don't lose that linear game. Like, I want them to always have a linear game that's, like, kind of just go this way, fight the boss, and keep going. But... 
I would love an Elden Ring 2, another open world Souls game. I'm I'm all in, and I'm looking forward to some DLC. Uh, they released the PvP DLC. Not interested. Not a PvP guy. I absolutely suck at that stuff. People are way too good at that. And um, yeah. So let's go ahead and look at some of the games that were announced at the Game Awards because that's more or less what people are going uh, to the Game Awards for because they want to see all the new shit that's getting announced and coming and all that great stuff. So as soon as this fucking thing loads, we'll uh, we'll start getting into it. Okay. So you got... Oh. Oh. Wow. You would think that things could load faster nowadays, but they really just can't. Oof. All right. Well, Final Fantasy 16 launching on the 22nd of June in 2023. That's cool. I still haven't gotten to 15, so I don't really have all that much interest in 16. I just hope that it comes out and it's not broken. That's really all I wish for in games that are coming out nowadays. Just come out fucking finished. Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon from FromSoft is announced. Now, that's very interesting. Uh, not a lot of people knew that FromSoft was doing Armored Core games, and I've known of the Armored Core games. I don't think they've ever really reviewed all that well, but very interested to see what, uh, with all the new uh, interest and all the new experience that FromSoft has gained over the years, I'm very interested to see what they're going to be able to do with the Armored Core series. So that that's interesting. Cyberpunk's 20, 2077 Phantom Liberty DLC got a new trailer i'm looking forward to that i really enjoyed cyberpunk and i am yeah i'm down for some dlc i hope it's uh it's it i mean when they release dlc it's usually really worth it and good crime boss was announced um looks weird man this is the one that's got a whole bunch of people in it you got kim basinger danny treo danny glover freaking michael madsen's vanilla ice and chuck norris so that's that weird looking game i mean yeah, it's got the, I guess it's got some people's names behind it, but, uh, and it looks pretty good, so I, I don't know, I'm, I'm fairly interested in it, I guess, yeah. Team, or Crash Team Rumble is coming now, I was, oh, I almost lost it for a second, because I thought it was like a Crash Bash thing, and I grew up playing a lot of Crash Bash, and I was, I was hoping they were gonna do that, but it looks like, um... Long-rumored multiplayer party game sending players on a grand quest to grab the most Wumpa fruit in a high-speed arena-based battles. It was originally known as Wumpa League, according to Lee. So, yeah, I mean, it uh, doesn't really speak to me, but I would have really liked a Crash Bash 2. That would have been unbelievable. Uh, Banisher. Uh, don't know anything about it. Uh, an action-adventure game set in an icy landscape. Okay, looks interesting, looks interesting. You got a new trailer for the Super Mario Bros. movie, which I think is going to be a banger of a movie. I think it's going to be awesome. Hope it's awesome, anyway. Remnant 2 is coming soon. Never played the Remnant 1, so sadly don't know anything about that. Uh, you got an Amazon MMO, don't really care about that. Horizon Fit Forbidden West is getting some DLC called Burning Shores. This one's interesting because apparently it's only... Well, I thought it was supposed to only come out on PS5, but apparently it's coming on PS4 as well, so fuck, fuck me then. Don't know anything. Diablo 4 release date finally has been announced. It's going to launch on June 6th. As long as they don't fuck around with their um, microtransactions and piss everybody off like they did with the mobile game. Uh, I hope Diablo 4 is fantastic. I love Diablo 3. I played the fuck out of Diablo 3. That was the first Diablo game I ever played, and I adored it, so... 
hoping that Diablo 4 comes out and um, is going to be good. You got Wayfinder. I uh, don't know much about this one. Another action-adventure-style game. Working together as Wayfinders, heroes with special abilities, huge weapons. Uh, eh, it'll probably be okay. Baldur's Gate 3 finally gets a release date, August 2023. Quite interesting. Uh, I know, I recall them there being a Baldur's Gate on way back on PS2 that everyone's going crazy about, and I think it got a re-release or something on PlayStation. But, yeah, it's been a long time since they had a Baldur's Gate, so I imagine there's some people really, really excited for that one. Got Tekken 8 gameplay. Uh, I, I enjoyed playing some Tekken on PS1 and PS2 back in the day, but... Again, not big on fighting games, but that's pretty neat. Immortals of Avium, new sci-fi adventure-looking game. It looks uh, looks interesting. They announced uh, Death Stranding 2 is officially confirmed. Uh, I have not gotten to Death Stranding 1 yet. Uh, a very um, love-it-or-hate-it kind of game. Uh, the basics are, apparently from what I hear, you basically just deliver packages. It's a walking simulator kind of thing. I don't know. I, st I really want to give it a shot. I have to give it a shot and uh, see what all the hubbub is about and see if it's one of those games that I it really hits for me or it doesn't. But regardless, it's getting another game, so that's cool. Earthblade is the next game from the Celeste devs, so you, you got to be imagining that's going to be another really good hard video game coming from them. Star Wars Jedi Survivor launches in March of 2023. That first Star Wars Jedi game was a absolute... Like, out of nowhere, I can't believe this game was actually this good. But, yeah, that game was really, really good. Uh, it had a lot of kind of performance issues. So, if they clean that up and and you just tighten everything up, add a couple new cool things, you could have yourselves a phenomenal sequel right here. So, I'm quite excited for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I hope that will be good. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice, Justice League got a new trailer. Okay. Bayonetta Origins, that, that sounds interesting, so it's a, a prequel to the Bayonetta series that looks completely different than, than your normal, it's like a isometric art style, and you're, you're playing as a young Bayonetta, which is really interesting, so I'm going to keep my eyes on that one. Keeping my eyes on this game here, Judas is the next game from Ken Levine, he's the guy behind Bioshock, fucking loved Bioshock, it looks very similar to Bioshock, which is fine with me. Uh, I love those style of games, and uh, if you give us another really good story, then fucking rights. And this year is probably the game I'm most excited about. Uh, this announcement kind of came out of nowhere, but Hades 2 is Supergiant's next project. Oh my goodness, yes. Just give me some more Hades, baby. Everyone was pissed off. Like, oh, it's just Hades, but you're a girl now. I'm like, I don't care, dude. Hades is so freaking good. I just want more of it. And uh, yeah, extremely happy that Hades 2 is on its way. That will probably be a day one purchase because I, f I loved Hades so much. That was such a sleeper hit for me. It just kind of came out of nowhere. I put, like, next thing you know, I'm like 100 hours in on that game and just wanting more and more and more. And I'm going to get more with Hades too. That's freaking awesome. Street Fighter VI is finally dated for June 2023. Another fighting game, sadly. Just I'm not that interested. Uh, you got this game called Replaced. Looks like an absolutely gorgeous-looking sci-fi epic, they're calling it. Um, yeah, it looks interesting. A unique 2D, 3D art style. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that looks pretty darn cool as well. What's this? After Us. Okay. Arrival uh, of Journey. Uh, they're the people behind Journey. Okay, so it's going to be probably a very nice visual experience short game. 
Among Us is getting your fucking hide and seek or whatever. We'll skip through that. Hellboy. All right. That's all good. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then Dead Cells is getting a return to Castlevania. That one's really cool just because not a lot of games really give up their licensing for other creators to use. So I think I played a little bit of Dead Cells. It didn't hit with me. I gave it like a half hour. Just I played that right shortly after Hades, and I was like, oh, compared to Hades, this is nothing. So um, yeah, but Dead Cells does look really good. Maybe someday I'll go back to it not right after playing Hades and give it another shot because it looks really fun as well. But uh, yeah, that's essentially all the big awards. Uh, it's all the awards. It's all the big announcements that I feel like talking about. And yeah, what do you guys think? What do you think of the video game awards? Do you agree with them? I think I don't know, man. Like that's I'm not big on the video game awards because I feel like they do this every single year. They they like like a game way too much and give it way too much praise. This year, I feel like it's stray. Yes, it's a great game. Yes, it's extreme. Like I think it winning best debut indie game was absolutely perfect. Yes, that's an insanely uh, impressive debut game, but. Up against some of the competition that it had in the indie realm this year. I mean, for it to win over some of those games, I think it's just ludicrous. Absolutely kind of crazy. And I played Stray. I liked Stray. And I just didn't think, like, gameplay, there was no nothing to the gameplay. It was not very, it was, there was not much funness to the game other than it being visually appealing. And that's not fun enough for me. So, yeah, I'm a little, um, just perplexed by Stray. That's a game that I really don't want to argue with because I wanted Stray almost probably more than anybody to be a, a smashing success. And I'm beyond happy that it, it was a, a success. People loved it. A lot of people played it. And that's great. I just think maybe they're over overhyping it and, and other games that deserve more. I think like, like Cult of the Lamb is fantastic and Neon White looks insane. I just got to play it. But that's that's the only one that I really disagreed with. All the other ones, it's pretty obvious. I mean, you're going to have your God of Wars and Elden Rings in a lot of categories there. Horizon would probably get more wins or a win every now and again if it would just stop coming out against way bigger games. But Horizon is an underrated series. I love Horizon, so I, I can't wait to dig into that game. We'll be doing that very <coughs> excuse me shortly. But there you go, everybody. There's the Game Awards according to moi or at least my opinions on the video game awards. According to moi, will be next week where I give out my video game awards where I will be including every single video game, new video game that I played uh, during the whole year. So as long as it was a new video game, I don't care if it came out on the Wii, I don't care if it came out on the 3DS, I don't care if it came out on 360, came out on original Nintendo. If it was a new game to me, it gets added to the list. And if an old game happens to beat out a new game, that just goes on to show how incredible that game's legacy is. And it still stacks up today. So it's going to be a very, very interesting episode next week, going through my game awards, going to go through, uh, most disappointing games, going to go through my most played games, the most hours I put into games this year. And I'm going to come up with a couple more categories, some fun stuff to go through and all that great stuff. So be on the lookout for that show next month. Monday, that'll be a really fun one. The I don't know what we're going to call them yet. The GXEs, the GX Game Awards. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be a lot of fun, and I look very much forward to doing it. It's going to be a good time, I think. And, um, yeah, go check out the YouTube channel. Got a couple new series over there coming out fairly soon. A couple series just ended. I can't believe Disco Elysium is finally over. Over Just cracked over 100 episodes of that. So that is a that is an epic tale, an epic story is Disco Elysium. Again, another game. If you have not checked out, go over there and watch some videos. Uh, if it doesn't grab you within the first freaking 10 minutes, then I don't know. I don't know what to say. 
And uh, yeah, YouTube channel, all that stuff. Check the links down below. And thank you so much for listening. I will see. Oh, have a great holidays. All that great stuff. Happy New Year. If I don't, if you don't hear from me up until then. And uh, yeah, keep your nose clean and be good.